This is a Radio 191 FM podcast. To begin that, we have an interview with Simeon Brown. He's the National Party candidate for Pakuranga and the National Party spokesperson for Corrections, Tertiary, Youth and Associate Roles in Education and Drug Reform. Thank you very much, Simeon, for coming to speak to us today here on the Radio 1 Politics Show. Now, turning to tertiary education policy, on the fees free, has Labor's first year of study-free policy worked? Uh, Absolutely not. This is the fees-free fail. Um, You know, this policy was sold to New Zealanders um, that it was going to increase participation um, in uh, our tertiary institutions. We've actually seen a, a reduction in tertiary institutions a reduction, sorry, in, um, in students going to our tertiary institutions, um, lower numbers, uh, lower percentages of Maori, Pacific Islanders. Um, so this is a, a policy which is costing hundreds of millions of dollars a year, a year, but is not actually delivering uh, the results. And you know, essentially, Labor has um, agreed that it's, it's failing. Um, they're not even going to um, continue with their promise. They've broken their promise by not um, continuing this into the second. Uh, and third years, which is their, which was their commitment at the last election. So given those criticisms, what's National's position on fees-free? Will it scrap the policy completely and put the money elsewhere? Well, I'm glad you asked because we've just announced our policy on fees-free this morning and uh, we will be scrapping it. Um, we don't believe it's, uh, as I said, it's, it's doing what it said it would do uh, and it essentially, I mean, at best, it helps um, university students who are going to go to university uh, and have interest-free loans. Uh, it means they don't; they've got one year less um, debt they need to borrow. Um, essentially, if those students were already going to go to university, they were going to receive interest-free student loans. Uh, we'll be keeping that system in place because it works. It supports students to be able to um, borrow the money for those course fees and then pay it back over time. Uh, that's the policy which we would for some time will continue that, but we will not be continuing with first year fees free and definitely will not be uh, supporting any extension of that policy. Why does National oppose the government's restructure to institutes of technology and politics? Well, look, essentially our institutes of technology and politics do have, uh, do have some financial uh, challenges. Uh, those, those financial challenges are, are mainly in the Auckland and Wellington um, politics. Uh, and so there is some some change uh, required. However, the the changes which were put forward by the minister essentially are a massive centralisation and uh, and power grab, which uh, is not going to actually um, support uh, any improvement in the financial uh, well-being of those institutions. And what we've already seen is the, the ministers had to bail out the new um, so-called NZIST, New Zealand. Uh, uh, the, the mega polytech, which is the amalgamation body, uh, with over $100 million. Um, we've, we're seeing another top-heavy layer of bureaucracy with um, the, the chief executive and six deputy chief executives earning $2.3 million per year between them all. Uh, but what we actually want to see is uh, more people in training and apprenticeships, uh, and what we'll, instead we're getting additional bureaucracy. Um, you know, what we do support is, um, you know, some reform around the, the funding model. Uh, that work, unfortunately, has been delayed. Uh, that should be prioritised rather than simply um, rearranging um, bureaucrats in head offices. You just mentioned some of the uh, financial aspects there. How will National ensure their financial stability in the future? 
Yeah, so what we're looking at is, uh, and we haven't released our, our full policy on this yet, um, but what we are going to do is wind back um, the, the bureaucracy, wind back the NZIST, restore local decision making back to local politics, uh, and also restore um, you know, industry training to industry. The workforce development councils which are being set up is going to cost $276 million to set up another uh, and replace the industry training organisations. Look, they might not be 100% perfect, but they do a good job. And um, so what we'll be doing is reinvesting that money back into skills and training um, rather than into bureaucrats. So now turning uh, more broadly to tertiary students, how will uh, National support them uh, through these tough times? Yeah, so again, we haven't released our full um, tertiary education um, package, but look, there is a need, I think, to to look at how we can um, support our tertiary, our tertiary students. I would note that the uh, the government managed to find $20 million for a student hardship fund, helpful, uh, but when you compare that to $175 million for the arts in their COVID recovery, uh, you know, that pales in comparison. We see a really important way that some students are supported financially through university is through the Student Allowance Scheme. Um, will National commit to changing the eligibility criteria so that they better target those who need financial support? At this stage, um, as I said, we haven't released our, our, um, our policies, but I, you know, strongly indicate that we're, we're probably not looking at changing those um, eligibility criteria at this stage. Okay, so a few more announcements to come. Uh, on one that's already been announced, uh, on international education, it's obviously mm. hugely profitable for the New Zealand economy. I think it's around the tune to the tune of sort of $5 billion annually. That's right. Uh, how and, w- and when will National restart in- international education? Yes, that's a really good question. And uh, we announced our, our policy or our position around this back in June. And that was at a time when, uh, you know, the government was openly talking about a trans-Tasman bubble or reopening to the Pacific Islands. And uh, and so we sort of added, we added our voice and support um, to the tertiary education sector around international students and said this is a $5 billion industry, 50,000 jobs depend upon it. Uh, look, let's, let's make it very clear that we support reopening um, to international students and we proposed our thoughts on how to do that. Of course, since then, we've had a second lockdown um, you know, it's become apparent that the border has not been managed as it should have been. Uh, and so in order to be able to um, commit to a time frame, we need to have confidence that the border is being properly managed. Uh, and we've um, more recently announced our, our border policy with setting up the new um, border protection agency, which will have um, sole responsibility of managing our border to protect New Zealand from COVID-19 to ensure we don't yo-yo back and forth into lockdown. Uh, we'll be setting that up once we're in government uh, and then uh, working as quickly as possible to be able to look at can we get international students back into New Zealand. And just finally, Simeon, is tertiary education a right or a privilege? Look, I think um, every New Zealander should have the opportunity to be able to um, to go into go to ter- into tertiary education. And I look at it through the lens of opportunity. I believe fundamentally that everyone should have the same opportunities in New Zealand. Um, that's that's one of the reasons why I joined the National Party because we want to support New Zealanders to have uh, opportunities to succeed, to aspire, um, and to be able to um, get what they get out of life, what they put into it. Thank you very much, Simon, <laughs> and best wishes for your campaigning up in Pakuranga. Thank you very much.
That was Simeon Brown there, a national spokesperson for tertiary education, talking about tertiary education policy and around some of the big uh, politics, the merger that was proposed uh, by Labour and, of course, around student allowances and other things there. Thanks for listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.